This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm the one and only Barry Rosenfeld The one and only how let's get a little vibe check going this is a stressful week um we haven't talked to you guys since monday and it's safe to say a lot has happened but also not that much has whatever whatever i don't even know what to think right now Um, we're like okay let's be news anchors how are you doing how are you feeling um good i haven't i i don't sleep like in general i'm not a sleeper so this week has elevated that to I, my eyes are just closed, but I'm not sleeping. It, it's annoying. Like not if any of you have insomnia, like it's a real thing. It's awful. I there, I don't know what to do. Someone help me. I do not do CBD. Like I don't do the whole CBD thing. I don't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it doesn't I, work. I don't have I don't have insomnia to the point where it's like consistently an issue for me to sleep in general. <clears throat> Sorry. about. Oh, my God. That. Are you OK, Dylan? <laughs> Guys, Dylan's uh, OK. Oh, my God. Just leave me here to die. Like, I don't have like. Wait, the sad thing is, like, we're not together. So, like, if something happened, I can't My be roommates like, are here. I'd be fine. Okay, great, great, um, great. Like, I don't have insomnia to the point where it's consistently a problem, but there are definitely times where it's, you know, it's stressful or like I have trouble falling asleep. And I find it so annoying people on social media or whatever who are like, oh, I just like chew a CBD gummy and then I fall right to sleep. Yeah, no, but it's like, that no. is so unhelpful. <laughs> Come on. Like, please. Also, that helps for, I mean, it can't speak for everyone. I'm not a doctor, but like people who have like actual sleeping trouble, like myself, that doesn't work. Like, that's not going to cure me. Like, I'm not taking a gummy before bed and I can go to sleep. Like, it just doesn't work that way. I don't know why I can't sleep. And I just think it's going to yeah. linger for a while. I know. Sometimes anyway. I feel sometimes I feel like I'm I'm like messed up because I'm like melatonin doesn't do that much. Like no, sorry. it gives me it also gives me really weird dreams. What about you? Um, I don't it's been a while. I stopped taking it in like college because I just didn't think it was doing that much. <laughs> All um, right. Oh, well, that wasn't honestly, that long ago now, was it? <laughs> it's been a few years at least. Okay. <laughs> I I will say I was glad to have some new Bravo shows to watch and think about this week because, you know, last night I was like, I have to turn off the news because OC is on and it was a nice little break. Um, But first of all, we have to talk about what we have something to talk about in the Bravo world that we didn't talk about on Monday. Oh, my God. While we were waiting for us. Erica Jane's divorce. <laughs> like literally. Okay, everyone. Dylan and I were recording I another podcast. We did not forget about you guys. We were just wanted in other areas. So it happened while we were recording and we were panicking. We're like, what do we do? <laughs> okay, so Erica Jane and Tom Girardi are getting divorced. They announced this on Election Day, which is I can't decide if that's like a power move or 
if they like wanted it to not get attention. I don't know. Um, Erica put out a statement. She said that she has filed for divorce. So it's not like she's been, it's not like a Chriselle situation. She's not been like left high and dry or anything. A lot of people are kind of wondering if this is some sort of financial arrangement. We know he's getting sued right now. So potentially it would be in her interest to kind of get whatever she's going to get before he has whatever loss. I don't know. I I have a feeling that this is more of a business deal than anything else. I truly I can't tell you. I don't know. I I I they're the one marriage you guys have heard us talk about it before. We're like, I was rooting for. I had faith in them. They've been married for 21 years. So another thing is, could it be like any other marriage? Is she bored? Does she just like, you know, want to live a really her long life? time? I know. And so that's why I was like, yeah, if you think about it, OK, it's a little weird. The age difference. Get over it. But like they've been married a very long time. So it's not like it was like Gretchen and Jeff. <laughs> Shall we? Right. It's that? not like a, it's not like a few year kind of deal. Yeah. Like I. To me, like, I don't obviously like Tom has a lot of money and Erica has been open about that Tom, you know, affords her a lifestyle. But like, I don't think anyone really had the vibe from this marriage that it was like she was only with him for his money. I really it's always felt like she really had, you know, love and respect and admiration for him. And he's been, you know, really good to her. Um, I'm I'm interested to see if they really get into this on next season of Beverly Hills. We know they're filming right now. So, I mean, I can't imagine it's not going to come up, but I'm curious to see kind of Erica's not always the most, um, you know, open person. So it'll be interesting if this kind of is a little different side of her. I saw a really funny meme. Um, It was, you know, something about marriage isn't good when your husband doesn't come to your opening night of Broadway. And to be honest, when I saw that actual episode, I was like, I'd be pissed. But anyway, Erica asked for privacy and to respect her at this time. And, you know, I will do just that because let's manifest it. And if we give respect, maybe we'll find out what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I literally forgot that that happens because it was two days ago and they have been the longest two days on planet Earth. I know. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's get into the Below Deck season premiere. We are back in the Caribbean, back with Captain Lee. And honestly, it feels really good. I I love Below Deck Med, but I was ready for a little switch up. And this already feels like a fresh, fun vibe. We have a new Chief Stew, which is kind of crazy. I miss Kate, but I like, I I like, I mean, I don't really feel like I have an opinion of Francesca yet, but I'm not not into her. I have a a little one already, but (laughs) if you close your eyes, you can kind of, I'm like, is that Hannah? Like, I'm so confused. I'm like, you had to get another Australia. I was like, come on. Yeah. Um, I, this is an interesting season. It starts with Captain Lee, not on the boat. Eddie shows up and there's just like no one there. And he calls and he's in the hospital and he fell in the shower and he said he didn't break anything. So I guess he probably like bruised his ribs or something. Yeah. And that was scary. Let me tell you, that is 
painful, like beyond painful, because ribs are the one thing. There's nothing to do for it. And it, it hurts right. when you breathe. It hurts when you sneeze. You sleep. It's just awful. So I felt really bad for Captain Lee. But I was like, hell no, he's going to pull through. We're going to have a season. There's no way. I didn't even oh, have a doubt yeah, in my I mean, mind. <laughs> we know, <laughs> Imagine we like know that was it. Just like They're like. <laughs> 20 Thanks minutes into one in. episode, they're like, <laughs> and that was below deck. I Imagine. we actually this uh, this episode was a lot was going on. Later in the episode, sadly, we saw Avery, who's one of the deckhands, get news that his grandma was really not doing well. And so he left on the first day of the first charter, which I mean, obviously it's never ideal for somebody to leave under those circumstances. I will say it's like it's interesting for somebody to leave that soon because it's like, okay, like, go do your thing, but it's not like somebody that we know and care about. So it's like, which is unfortunate because, uh, okay. like, I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to get to know him. He but... seemed so competent too. He was like Eddie's number two. I know. Um, I we also see, so we have. I like I had to write down everyone's names because I feel like I'm below deck. <laughs> it always takes me like half the season to be like, which deckhand is that? Well, it's true, Dylan, because whenever a new show like that does start, I was the same way. I, I wrote down this girl when I didn't know Izzy's name yet because I was like, we yes. don't wait. We don't know these people. I don't know their names yet. So, uh, OK, so we have also. so we have Eddie returning as the bosun. Obviously, we have James, who is the one who's British and is like already flirting with everyone. Okay, um, a little much, a little strong. Yes. I'm curious to see how that manifests when they're actually like going out and in between charters and stuff because it could get toxic real fast. Mm -hmm. I hope he's kind of just talking a big game, but you know, we'll keep a, keep a close eye on him because the men of below deck, yikes. I was just going to say, we've talked about it before and here comes another one. Um, and then we have Shane, who is very cute, and he is very into the environment, and he's replacing all the plastic straws with paper, which, okay, <laughs> not to be, like, a bad person, but I would probably, I wouldn't be happy if I was on a yacht for three days and all the straws were paper. I would be very upset about that. Get me a, like, get me a metal straw. I have metal straws in my home. I love them. Yeah. Or just, like, don't worry about that at this time. Like, just find something else to do. I don't know. I just think it's but... funny that he he's like taking it upon himself to just go around the boat and replace <laughs> all the straws. And I feel imagine like imagine he changed like the toilet paper too to like. Oh my god! Like if that I was so like funny. the chief stew, I would be like, "Excuse me, can you get away from my bar?" <laughs> well, <clears throat> speaking of the chief stew, I remember. I remember it was literally we guys this week is getting by us. I texted you, Dylan, and I was like, I need to know how you feel about this, because when we see this charter, it is a repeat charter guest who we've seen. And when we mm -hmm. say they're they're um, needy, like they're all needy, like they're charter guests on yachts like that doesn't differentiate them. Like, yes, duh. So this is was my first impression of Francesca, and this is why I really wasn't all for it. When someone and I've mentioned this before, there is no training for these. So it boggles my mind, unless it's just for the show, that they hire a whole like crew and they're not trained. So these right. people should all have a training in bartending classes. I, I it, it really is crazy. So Izzy, yes. we've learned, doesn't know how to make an espresso martini, which, by the way, we've noticed is the number one cocktail people order. I don't know why, but whatever. So Francesca knows how to make it doesn't do it because she claims she has other things to do. 
Izzy doesn't know, the charter guest comes and makes his own drinks. And I was like, that was oh, bad. My, oh, my God, because and I so I said I blamed that on Izzy. There is no reason she should not have made those drinks at that moment. We get it. You mean busy. Francesca? Yes. Francesca. There is no reason Francesca, the chief stew, should not have made those drinks. Yeah, I feel like the thing with the chief stew is that obviously you would hope that their staff under them knows how to do this shit. But at the end of the day, everything that's in the interior falls under them and it's their job to sort of manage everything. And so if at the end of the day, you want the guests to be happy. So as, as annoying as it is that Izzy doesn't know how to make an espresso martini, if she doesn't know, then having her fumble around down there for 20 minutes isn't the proper thing to do. So it it's the like the first drink, the first order they had just gotten on. Well, like, yeah, it's on. weird because it's like I'm getting kind of like. Uh, you, do you remember Casey on Below Deck Med, the one who like faked her resume or whatever? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've had that a few times on Below Deck shows where there's a stew that kind of like doesn't have the skills that they're expected to have. And, you know, we'll see if Izzy kind of gets her shit together or whether this is an ongoing thing, but it's like, I will say like, I think Francesca handled that situation wrong, but also it's like, Izzy, like, why, why don't you know how to make an espresso martini? Oh, absolutely. And it's funny because Izzy has also voiced that she likes to be outside. She doesn't want to be inside. But guess what, girlfriend? You knew coming into it that you're going to be on the interior. So, like, yes. it wasn't a surprise. I. It's just so funny. Every season we see this and I'm just like, could this have been avoided? I, right. I, it's like, it's great that you like doing both, but you knew which one you were hired for this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I'm a, I'm into this crew. Obviously, it's like it's way too early to kind of have like, you know, a lot of storylines and stuff happening. But it's fun to be in the Caribbean. I like the setting. Yes. And also this season looks wild. Like when I do my are my lips blue? Like, do I have circulation? I don't, All right. I think I'm fine. Okay. It's fine. Um, well, I was sitting on my couch and I was like, I love when you talk out loud to yourself. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this looks crazy. There's so much drama. Like, I no. am really excited about good, that. It's a great like season trailer. And I love I think they always do a good job of that on Below Deck, because no matter what the kind of overall storylines are, every two days there's new charter guests and there's new potential for, you know, drama and things to go wrong. And then, mm-hmm. so kind of whatever's happening with the crew, there's always a lot going on in terms of like the actual boat stuff. We didn't so. mention a female chef that is aboard with us. Yes, Rachel, Chef yeah. Rachel. I wrote down her name, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she shows up like the most frazzled I've ever seen a person. She shows up to the boat. She apparently was in the grocery store before coming to the boat and had her purse in her cart and it got stolen. Her Louis Vuitton bag with her she was, keys I mention, and her and wallet. It was, Vuitton. <laughs> it was my Louis Vuitton. Um, Rachel seems... Rachel seems good she seems like definitely like a little different vibe from the stew crew um and her first meals were very impressive so you know we'll see I am always hesitant about how I feel about the chefs I'm like wow this looks great and then like there will be the first outburst and you're like oh my but she like goes and through opens all the drawers she goes great they're here and I'm like duh the bowls are here like what do you think and and you know they always talk about their resumes too and where they've cooked and we've seen that before and so we will see how this plays out 
she looks like she knows what she's doing, but we do see obviously in the season trailer we see her kind of losing her shit a little bit. So we'll see how how uh, how much that takes over whether she becomes a chef Tom or Adam and she or make Benner, nachos. Honestly, Can oh she God. make nachos? That is it. But like like Lee says in the season trailer, there's no crying and yachting, Mm-mm. and I uh, I'm I'm excited that the season is back. I'm I wasn't like looking forward to it that much. I'll be honest because I think like after Blood Deck Med, I was kind of like okay, like another boat show, like let's go, like not even a week off. But now that it's here, I'm like okay, I'm into this. I'm right. ready. And uh, it was on. It's on on Mondays, and obviously the Giants played Monday Night Football this week. And my uncle texted obviously. me and said, "Sorry, are you watching the <laughs> Giants or Below Deck?" And I said, "Captain Lee." can win a Super Bowl before the Giants this year, a.k.a. I was watching Below Deck. (laughs) My God. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. Let's get into Orange County a little bit. Um... We left. We picked up where we left off at Shannon's housewarming party with Bronwyn storming out after Gina kind of yelled at her about being an alcoholic, which mm-hmm. she admits that she is. Okay, so I want to talk about. So Bronwyn, there's a few things that are kind of like contentious here. Bronwyn sees John Jansen's son wearing his lemonade shirt and says, "Hey, lemonade boy, can you go get my husband?" That's like number one. Shannon's very <laughs> angry about that. She says it was disrespectful. Sean is talking to Gina after Bronwyn leaves and is basically like upset that she was 
screaming at his wife. Mm -hmm. And then, and she says that he was getting in her face. And then also they're talking about this text. I want to know how you feel about like all three of these things. Here I go. Lemonade boy. When she first did it, I laughed. I chuckled because I was, I laughed, you know, you can hear in her voice. She was frazzled. She had just left. She did not do that. Was it a little rude? Yes. He's a kid working at a party. Yeah. I don't think she was doing it to be disrespectful and to be like rude to him. But that settles that. Then Gina and Sean, I do have to go on record and say Sean was absolutely not in Gina's face. And that is a terrible thing to say because it wasn't true he was agree not only was he not in her face he didn't even raise his voice sean is a very gentle human it seems and yes he basically just told gina he didn't like the way he she reacted and spoke to bronwyn so he was sticking up for his wife i did not appreciate the fact that gina said he was in her face and telling multiple people that that was i liked no we were texting about this and I thought you said something really interesting that if that moment hadn't been caught on camera mm-hmm. and then Gina had been going and telling everyone that Bronwyn's husband was in her face and like blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It would, it's like this narrative of insinuating that he was doing something threatening or, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, to another woman and getting over involved and watching, watching how it actually played out. It was like, you literally just screamed at his wife for something that is deeply personal and that she's really struggling with. And he's basically just saying, I didn't, that wasn't cool. There was no physical element to it really Mm -hmm. at all. And so it's like, Gina, that's not really, it's not accurate. And also it's a little gross to be like throwing that part out there when that has nothing to do with it. Right. And so I stand by that. And then the text message like I've t- I've said it. I, I think the text came off weird. It was weird. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't think Sean was like trying to get with Gina. I think he yeah. just again. So now we see a little bit of a pattern, don't we? With Gina, she's making things up a little bit. Right. I mean, Gina, I feel like is an overreactor just in yes. general. It's like think about last season, that whole public school comment. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those things where it was like that wasn't even how it was intended. And then she took it a certain way. I think Gina, I understand to a degree. I think she has a lot of insecurities about various different things in her life. You know, her relationship with her husband, her home, her kids, her money, whatever. And so I think obviously sometimes people are being negative toward her. And that's, you know, it's justified that she's upset about that. But then I think there are some things that she just reads into too much or takes the wrong way or takes too far and it's like you are making yourself look worse than if you were just like you know what yeah I have had a rough year like something like that but I agree I think the text I do think the text came off a little weird it's like why are you using a winky face I don't know but then I I am on Gina's side I don't think it was weird that she talked about the text with her friends like no not at all when when she was like you've never gotten a weird text and like sent it to your best friends to like talk about it and she was like no I haven't gotten a weird text it's like Bronwyn goes come on no she flat out was like no and Gina at that point Gina was like you've never gotten a weird text like I mean I yes you have I don't want to, you know, I'm not in Bronwyn's phone. I don't know what her texts are, but like 
absolutely I've gotten a million texts that I've immediately screenshot and sent to a different group chat. Like that is such a common thing that I'm like, I understand like Bronwyn can be annoyed if she wants, but it's not like weird that Gina did that. Not at all. The what? Hello, you have group chats for a reason. It's to talk like, about. I other hate people. in this situation <laughs> that I'm being forced to defend Gina, but like, so I'm you know I'm I'm fair. <laughs> I will say Shannon's house is very nice, but that tour made me miss like the old OC, like Shannon's original house and like Heather DeBrow's chandelier. House when she was remember when Shannon's she was original. I miss like those big like opulent homes it's just a different it's more of a it is like a wisteria lane vibe now and that's it's fine it's just different they literally kelly bronwyn and shannon remind me of jack's tom oh my god the three of them have the same house Literally. Yes. I actually, yeah, I was, I was confused last night. There was one scene where I was like, okay, this is definitely Shannon's house. And it wasn't, <laughs> I was like, okay. They, they showed the outside and it's the same house. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like this season feels like they've regressed into like suburban moms, which maybe is closer to what the show originally was, to be honest, but I don't know. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. So we have a lot of, talk now that everyone knows that Bronwyn is sober there's a lot of different conversations going on Emily and Gina are talking about it Gina talks about her dad being an alcoholic which you know it's always good to be open about that stuff but mm-hmm. I st- I still feel like everyone is kind of ta- everyone except Elizabeth honestly is talking about it with kind of an air of like okay Bronwyn says she's sober like I guess and it's like I don't love the tone that this is coming with. I know. And it's also one of those where they're like, prove it basically. And it's like, she, it like, yeah. what else does she, she, she doesn't need to prove anything to you guys. You're actually making her very uncomfortable and it's, it's, it's very weird, but like, I know we don't like to put focus on this certain somebody, but when Bronwyn and Sean went over to Kelly's house and they talked about it. It's like Bronwyn is doing what she can and just like apologize. It's and to me, it right. doesn't look like an apology tour. It's not one of those. She's just like trying to have these normal conversations with these women and like letting them know what she's going through. And and it takes time. It's not just like a switch. And you're like, I'm good. I haven't had a drink. It's it's a problem. Right. I I do. So I appreciate that Elizabeth is you know, seeming supportive, whatever. I still feel like Liz has no kind of, no kind of like GPS location in this cast. Like I, I was going to say, very, she saw on the show. She, I mean, she's because she's talking about supporting Bronwyn. And then she's also talking about Gina's situation and comparing it to when she was homeless, when she was younger, living in cars and stuff. And I'm like, Gina's no. fine. Like Gina, Gina's and- not, Gina's not destitute. Like she's not on the streets. And Elizabeth is talking about her divorce and like, oh, I can't talk about numbers, but it's really good. And I'm like, I don't like. I. Okay. Right. I, I think it's, it's the kind of thing where I feel like new housewives always should be given a few episodes to kind of like, you know, figure out where they fit in the cast, what their kind of vibe is. But we're four episodes in now, and I still feel like every scene that Elizabeth is in, like a one-on-one scene, I'm like, 
oh right her okay um i guess yeah it's it's we've said this before about this cast in general like it's like just they didn't make the right move i mean we also see I don't I don't think anything's really happening with Emily. We haven't seen her do anything other than talk about the other women. That's it. Did, we have what? we do. Did you see on did you see watch what happens live last night? Yes, I I said Andy was like, uh, did you morph into Khloe Kardashian? That she was, looks that great. Was good. She looks great. But then the moment. So she was on with Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. And they played this game where they showed two house husbands and Jenny McCarthy had to say, who's the bigger dork? And it was, <laughs> it was Sean Windenberg and Shane Simpson and Jenny McCarthy had no fucking clue that Shane was Emily's husband. She goes, she goes, Oh, I mean, they're both dorks. Like they're both losers. And, and he just goes, Jenny, <laughs> like, Jenny, that's that's Emily's husband. And <laughs> Jenny McCarthy's face went white like a sheet of paper. Well, why and would Andy em- do that? Like Emily's like, she's like, oh my God, I didn't realize that Emily's like, well, you just called me husband a loser right in front of my face. It was I was dying. Well, this is a repeat of a situation that happened a season or two ago because an, oh literally, God. but nobody knows Shane is Emily's husband. Apparently, like nobody. But <sighs> yeah, Emily said she got she got her implants taken out and um, she, she lost some weight and she does look really great. But it's just like I want to root for her and I want her to like be her own person. But I can't seem to feel that way. She's just like. I thought what she said about Bronwyn last night was really not nice where she she was talking about how she uses her nannies as like an alcohol support like team. And I was like, that's just really not nice, like to say about someone. That conversation was a little messed up to me. And then also, I feel like I guess because of, you know, how the cast changed the season, they they kind of had to. But they're trying to make us care about this Shannon versus Emily dynamic and she's like, Emma, she's like, hell must have frozen over because Shannon added me to a group text. Like she knows my name and has my phone number. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't think that Shannon versus Emily is like a rivalry that we care enough about that we should be talking about it for two seasons in a row. You know, it's like I I liked the like fun Shannon, fun Emily. But like now yeah. it's like, oh, that's still happening. Like I I forget that they're even fighting. Or that they I don't know. like each other. I Yeah, but but the thing, exactly, because they don't even show it. Like, they showed us text message. They don't even show them on the same screen together. So it's like, all right. But I do appreciate, going back to Gina, that they're showing Matt's girlfriend on the show. I think that's I really nice that they're showing that, like, they're a family dynamic. So, so Gina invites Matt and his girlfriend to their daughter's birthday party, which is nice. I think we're going to see that next week. Mm-hmm. And then also we have Bronwyn's vow renewal in Palm Springs coming up, which we love a housewife's vow renewal. I think yeah. that was like the last thing they filmed before the shutdown. <laughs> and we know vow renewals. um, They really age well. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, Barry, between all of these shows, who's your number one Bravo Lab in the group this week? I got to give it to Captain Lee. I, I have to. I have I, I'm, I've missed him. I thought he handled his shower fall like a champ. And I'm just excited to see him back. 
I'm going to give it to Cap. I have, I mean, like, who else? I'm going to give it to Captain Lee also. Big ups to him for, you know, being on the boat, even though he's clearly in pain and, you know, there's no crying and yachting. So good job, Captain <laughs> I loved Lee. When the charter guests came and they gave him a hug and I was like, ooh, 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 like gentle, I gentle. <laughs> I really uh, did guys, feel that. Don't forget to check out our Bravo by Betches merch collection on shopbetches.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Stay safe, stay sane, and we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.